What's going on, y'all? This is Mike Brown, and I just wanted to welcome y'all to this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. While I got your attention, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And if you're able to leave a comment, leave a comment. Um, let me know what you think. Also, started a new segment called Ask Me a Question. I would love for y'all to send me some questions. You can send them through the Instagram, through email. We also got a phone line that's in the description of this podcast. Enjoy the show. This is The Art of Letting Go. Yo, what up? This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Today, I have a special guest in the building. Um, Here we go. I would definitely say, like, pre-COVID, we probably knew of each other, but during COVID, I got to really know you and really connect with you. And um, you're just a dope person all around, and... Like, I really appreciate your friendship. But would you mind introducing yourself to the people? Oh, man. Um, Mike, it's, uh, first of all, thank you for even having me on your show. Um, my name is Eric, that big dude with glasses, Watkins. I'm originally from Philly. Um, I'm residing in East L.A. Uh, I've been here for about five years now. Um, I, I got here in 2017, and what a ride, bro. Like LA has definitely been an experience for me, and um, yeah, you you you've been one of the ones where you know I'm I'm looking back on my LA experience. Mike Brown has definitely been like the milestone. So thank you for having me, bro. On I the appreciate show. that. How, like like how many episodes have you did? Like 150? one fifty? One one Um, I've done more than that, but I've just released like I don't know what episode. This is in the one fifties. This is in the one fifties, but. Jeez. There's definitely been more recorded, some that also weren't recorded, like, but were episodes. And so, what makes a cut? If you don't mind me asking, like, what makes a cut and what doesn't make the cut? Like, what what was the criteria for for like you putting stuff on? If you have stuff in the archives, um, these days, almost everything makes a cut, mm-hmm. but it's also about feeling mm-hmm. and um, intention as well, you know. So. Putting something out, like, I don't just put shit out for content. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I would never, uh, like, I would never exploit nobody for no content. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I totally, I totally get so, it. Especially everyone's doing podcasts. Like, everyone's doing it. But certain podcasts, you know, like, don't, you know don't have that commercial type of feel to it. It feels authentic. It feels like, you know, they're having a conversation. And yeah. it's like, it's not something like, oh, I have to put on my social media and keep yeah. this train going, even though that's the, the, the age we live in. But, um, yeah, I really felt that for your podcast. That's why, you know, when you told me you, you was doing it, I think you were like, you didn't even break 100 probably yet, you know, but um, it, it was more so like how you did it. Like I was like, yo, you, you did it by a beach on the park and you, people were talking to you while you were in the episode. You don't care about like the quality. Cause you know me, yeah. like I'm a music producer, sound engineer. So everything got to be crystal clear. What, what instru- instruments you're using, what, yeah. what equipment you're using, you know? So, but, but you're like, no, I just have like, like the bare bones. Yeah. And sometimes rock without even like, you know, without taking out the ums or the <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Sometimes I just don't care. Yeah. But uh, no, I would say in the beginning, I was very critical of the show. 
and I was not critical, but like I was very like conscious of how I wanted it to sound, how I wanted it to sound. So it was like, eh, if this episode doesn't fit this idea that I have for this, then it's not going to work. And it's been a couple that I've scrapped. It's been some that I just forgot to hit the record button. Oh, so you was doing an episode. And had really good ones. Had a really amazing conversation with a woman by the name of Mary Gold. And um, shout out to Mary Gold. But uh, amazing, like almost like a two-hour conversation and it didn't record. And I was like, it wasn't meant to be. You know, I got episodes that people have asked me not to put out. I have episodes Um, that, you know, people that were only like coming to promote something, which I get it. You know, we all do something. My album coming. No, I'm joking. We all do something. (laughs) But, you know, people not taking the time. Because I I, I feel like I was just saying yes to just one guest, one to have Mm -hmm. guests. And sometimes people just didn't fit what I was doing. Like, yeah. You know, they didn't even listen to the show and they just wanted to come promote a product. And it's just like, eh, this is kind of a waste for both of us. But, you know, lesson learned. Yeah, but, I think um, that's the podcast game. Like like, like, like anything, like your, your growth and, you know, like how you, you know, master your craft in this podcast is going to be up and down. And I think that's the beauty of any type of craft. And like you just saying, like, your anchor thing, like yo, people ask me how I do it, and I just do it. Yeah. I think that's the beauty of it, and then you get to get all the bullshit and the beauty that comes with it. Yeah, and I also just like you know when I think about getting better because you know when I was doing when I was really like doing music for me, getting better I only related to sound, like yeah. it has to sound better, yeah. but not being so tapped in the feel of like how do I create this feeling of like, you know, making it feel yeah. different, yeah. like growing and feeling as opposed to like growing in skill, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so with this shit, you know, I never really felt like, oh, I need to have this microphone or that microphone. It's just yeah. like I need to keep living. Yeah. So that's why when I take those breaks, when I'm just too po- too much podcasting. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I need a break to just live some life and then come back and have something to talk about. Because just to do this all the time, you know, like this is this is one form of creative expression for me. You know, I express myself in so many different ways. So it's like I may be super tapped in the podcast, but then I might be tapped in the music for a little while. Yeah, I I I always try to force you out of your music bag. Like every week I'm like. Yo, Mike, we're going to do this little EP. We're going to do it. And you always hit me with the, hey, if I feel it, I feel it, you know. But it is a energy. Like, like, of course. Like any outlet, either podcasting or making music. Like it is a specific energy that's like you have to really de- like dedicate. So I understand like 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 sometimes like in life, like, like I'm, I'm very passionate about what I do, right? But like sometimes, some days I'm like, man, I feel like I'm just making making like like not in a good way but just making noise you know yeah. just feel like not really connecting with it with the content i'm making but just like hearing it like you know like i feel like as artists we don't give ourselves that much grace to like be comfortable in those spaces like yo today's not that day you know like, yeah. like i feel like we live in that world where it's like highlight after highlight so giving you that time and that that space to be like yo this is not not Probably this this week is not going to work. Next this month not going to work. 
Um, you know, but but give, but making sure that that's okay, you know, because I'd be down on myself if I don't make a beat, you know, like like at least once or twice. So like if I don't make a beat a week, I'll be like, damn, I'm not really into it. But that's okay. That's that's what I have to do. And I think also recognizing that your priorities change, your priorities life changes. Life, yeah. So it's like, you know, when a younger you might have made a beat a week, a day. Oh, every day, yeah. As as a grown, functional person, like, yeah. you just may not feel that. Yeah. And it's okay to not feel that. Like, I used to judge myself for feeling like, man, I need to be doing this every day. And it's like, if you don't fucking feel it every day, you don't fucking feel yeah. it every day. Especially music. Music is that type of thing where the music is going to come out how you're really feeling. So if you're like it's like 100% not into it, the music's nine times out of ten is not going to be into it. But yeah, man, like life circumstances and like life can change. I think that's what, not not so much the producer community because I, I watch a lot of, uh, you know, uh, producer podcasts and, 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 and one podcast I really like is his Illmind's uh, 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 Blap Chats because they, they give you the, oh, yeah, we making beats, but also what's the life thing come coming into yeah. it? And, and, and that's one thing that I kind of, like, grown and learned that, like, yo, my life circumstances and, you know, the things that I go through, like, my regular life that's outside of music, it's going to, you know, dictate on how that music is going to be made. So, like, once I, like was aware of that, like, everything kind of, like, kind of flowed better, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, like, I gave myself that, like, time to be like, yo, like, living life is part of the music, you know? Of course, of course. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's like, with anything, that's why I said, like, it's okay to take a break. Like, yeah. if your life feeling like a fucking loop, it's okay to take yeah. a break from whatever you're doing. Yeah. But, um, man, something I was going to ask you earlier as you were talking was uh what keeps you going with this music shit or just creating in general? Why do you still do it? Man, um, I think every time I make music or I'm in that creative space, it reminds me of like like home. It reminds me of like being Hang Street, Philly. My mom put pots and pans down for me to drum on when I was young. Um, it makes me feel like you know, when VH1 Save the Music program came to my school, Fulton Elementary School, and gave us the instruments, I was the first one to raise my hand to, like, participate and really being good at it and really catching fire, like, and having that feeling, you know, that 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 that, that childlike creativity, you know, that, like, giddy feeling when, you know, you know, you touch a sound or you make a good drum rhythm, um, that, that feeling when, you know, you you hear your your your, your music and 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 music spaces and you see people dancing and you see people bobbing their head. Um, that's that's why I keep going with the music. You know, it's just it's just that 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 feeling that it gives it gives me when I'm creating it and that feeling that like that that I'm like yo I made that dude bob his head a little bit or I made that girl like she can't dance at all but she's trying her best to dance. I yeah. did that. I think that's like. That's what I, what I love about music, you know, that, like, that my impact that people can, like, may or may not have. Yeah. Um, what keeps you from fully, like, 100% just going all the way in pursuing oh, it? Oh, my God. You know why. I'm not, like, like, you know, like, fear, 100%. Like, um, like, 
music, you know, I've been an audio engineer, music producer for some time, but that's I've always treated like a I always treat like my talent and gift like a this is this is something I do on the side, you know? Like during the day I'm a service desk lead for a, a software company, you know, and I onboarded 300 plus people, gave everybody security awareness and like set up their laptops and computers, work with with a team. You know, I'm I'm going into you know, project management because that shit pays. That yeah. shit pays. It keeps, you know, it keeps it keeps the phone bill on. It keeps the, you know, it's consistent. You know, it's just traditional what I was taught. I think one of the reason why I'm not going, well, I would say now is like I'm. I think I'm aware, right? Mm-hmm. And and making and not to be on a tangent, but me being aware of this gift and like the opportunities that may come if I fully invest. I know it's there, but you know, it is like like I said with like circumstances. It's like you know, it's, it's I, hes- I hesitate. You know, um, you know, I, 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 my mom. I shout out to my mom. Her birthday is in April 9th, nineteen forty seven. Sorry, mom, putting your age out there, but just just the reason why I am. And she always like gave me this mindset of, hey, you can do both. You can do both. You can be that IT guy. You can be that tech guy, and you can be that super music producer. You know, do both. Do both. So, I think that's why my my struggles and my battles of just going into music a hundred percent. But, bitch, we seventy five percent. We like the notch. The, the notches is going up. You know, like like things happen. You know, like over the last year. And I'll, yeah. I only say that because I feel like with the whatever percentage you putting in yeah. now. You see in the results that you're getting. So yeah. if you win a hundred percent, like what what's that opportunity? Like, yeah, just like I was saying, like I think I got my first placement, like like T V placement, like last year. You yeah. know, I've been making beats for, you know, since I was in high school, been making music forever. First placement uh was last year. First placement in Sundance uh, movie festival with my homie DDM. Um I was on the score, you know. Um first time being in those type of spaces you know um so i I try try not to put you know myself in a space where i'm looking at other people's lanes like why is this not happening to me but more so you know like like i'm trying to just to say i'm 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 going forward you know yeah um whatever percentage i'm doing i'm not at zero i know i'm not at zero um but the thing is is like just just putting myself in situations to to to, to put myself in in those positions that's what's up um how are you going to overcome this fear man put myself in shits like this man like 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 stuff like this um you know uh i think one thing that i think was was really like put me out of fear was seeing ddm perform live my homie ddm Dapper Dan Midas, shout out to DDM. He's so talented. Great friend of ours, great friend of mine. Um, because my music was in that venue and that was vulnerable for me. I told you, even even when 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 he was about to perform, I was like, man, I should be excited, but man, you know, like my music gonna be all loud and people here and more of that, put being in little spaces where it's uncomfortable, being like not the only producer in the room. Yeah. You know? Um, being not the only creative in the room because I feel like, you know, 
one thing that's comfortable for me mm-hmm. is being by myself and, and making music with only my friend group because my friends know me, you know, mm-hmm. and not putting myself in those spaces to be like, yo, this is what I can, this is what I can do. What's good with it? And that's and that's the, that's what's next for me. That's what's up. That's really dope. Um, I wanted to ask you some listener questions. Okay. So just in my head just now, I was just thinking. I don't have a listener uh, ask ask me a question theme song, okay. but, but in my head the way I hear it, so it? maybe you could do the drums, but I just mm-hmm. hear something that's like, boom 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 I guess I'll go in order if no, I ever no, have it no. written down. Um, how do you feel about the LGBT? So this is from Joe. Okay. How do you feel about the LGBT? <laughs> this, this is from Joe. <laughs> how do you feel about the LGBT hip-hop scene? And I guess I could respond on this one too, but <laughs> but no, I, no, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna go hard. No, 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 no. It's as I'm doing a, a draft. I'm doing a, a rough draft. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, well, I've seen the LGBT hip hop scene, like my, when let me okay before I even uh, tell you what I think about it. I'm just saying how I got introduced to it, right? Mm-hmm. So MySpace dailies, right? It's just just like. Not that long ago, but it's ten plus years now. MySpace era was popping, um, and seeing gay rappers, and seeing for the first time, you know, because this is the internet age, everything is accessible. You know, I was, you know, have my journey with my sexuality, so I wanted to know. You know, I was into music. I just want to know what was in that lane, and um, I've, 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 I've met, I've met people. Um, and, and, and I've, I've seen people come and go. Um, I've, I've, I've seen people, you know, people who have like hits that, you know, that I didn't really identify with, but, you know, like really explicit gay songs, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, but I haven't really found, uh, until recently, until I made those connections, um, haven't really like really identified until I made that space or I kind of made that door for myself with making music for DDM, making making music for Eddie Wayne, um and, and just like like trying to curate kind of my own lane, you know, because um, you know, as 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 a as a gay man, you know, you know, just just my 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 opinion, just my my just just don't cancel me, you know. Um and then and then, and then they say something is and to get canceled. No, but yeah. like uh you know like my experience with the gay community, like I, I I understand and identify being a gay black man, but you know, at some areas I feel a little disconnected and 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 that's why I go hard of like making music for, for DDM and Eddie Wayne to really just just to help build that bridge of what I'm trying to communicate. Yeah. Um I mean I feel like, you know, my music and, and I and I thank you for just like instilling this like my music's not just gay. My music's music, you know? Yeah. And um yeah, it's 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 may have a a gay line or a gay slur or like a termination, but a, a, a term or whatever. But it's still just a reflection of just who I am. And, and, and of course, blah, 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 blah. and that's what I was gonna say. Like, if you just think about rap in general, yeah, like you know the 
the rap that people call bullshit rap is the shit that's not real. Like somebody rapping their real life, yeah. you know, whether it be, you know, yeah. shooting a gun or sucking a dick. Yeah. It's, 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 if it, if it's, it's real it is, yeah. and it's dope. We can curse. Of course. Okay, cool. But if, it, if it's real and it's dope, <laughs> yeah. people just going to rock with it. People going to rock with it. But, you know, when it don't come off authentic, yeah. that's when people, you know. Yeah. And that's and that's that's the thing about authentic, authentic being authentic is like, you know, that's why I I kind of go hard for DDM. That's why he gets the exclusive beats because, like, I know how real and authentic he yeah. is. You know, like I've I've been working with him for ten plus years. You know, we've seen like, you know, Lil Nas X's come in fruitions and you know all all these all these rappers now and and, and we're sitting back. We're like, hey, we've been doing this for a while. Yeah, we're authentic. And we're gonna keep making a lane for ourselves. So it's all about if, if you don't see the space completely for you, create the space. That's what's up. Yeah. I have a question from VBRN. Um Shout out V Yo, I'm I'm with yo, his his mm-hmm. album, VBRN, all is seen. Make sure y'all cop that too. He had a question for you. Said you moved from Philly to Los Angeles. Yeah. What advice would you have for those who feel stuck at home wanting to leave? Oh, man. If you're feeling stuck, if you oh, man, let me do a rough draft. And can, when I do a rough draft, can you repeat just, that question? Just give it. Yeah. Give um, it. Man, first thing, you know, have a goal in mind, a goal and set. I think it's really hard. Going to a place or or leaving that stuck area without a goal in mind, it, it don't having no purpose and feeling stuck and trying to get out that stuckness is going to make you feel more stuck because you don't have a purpose. Have a goal in mind. It can be small. It could be big. I know my goal was, you know, I'm in Philly. I'm working at Dick Sporting Goods. This is when you know um, I stopped working at the studio and I've just kind of focused on school. Um, I said, hey, listen. I want to do. I want to go to LA. As soon as I get get my degree, um, I was in school. I get my, my IT job. I'm I'm out. I have an opportunity. You know. Um, shout out. Shout out to uh, my my mentor Alex Ramirez, who who recently just passed. Um, what place I'm about actually moving out now. Um, but uh, you know, he had that opportunity for, it. and I couldn't. I, I I I. It was a chance of not taking it. It's a chance of staying, going up to New York, going to Maryland, you know, being closer to my, my family. But something told me, I'm like, yo, I want to experience more life. I, I, I kind of had this mindset of like, yo, Philadelphia is something more, you know? So, so like, if, if, if you're feeling stuck, have a, have a goal for yourself. My goal was here is just find an IT job and, and make music and do music full time, you know? And I got an IT job, check. And I'm, I'm in spaces like this, meeting people like you, having these conversations, you know, um, you know, you know, just just trying to just just complete the goal, you know. So if you're feeling stuck, you know, any situation, whether you want to move around a corner or or to a new a new country, you know, have an objective. Like yo, I, I just don't want to move here to for nothing because you're gonna be stuck in that place. You know, yeah. you feeling stuck now. You know, it's all about that attitude. So that's what my advice: just have a have a goal set, and just 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 put your head down and do it. That's what's up, man. Um, this next one is a voicemail, so we'll have to put the headphones on. Cool. It's James Woods, 
aka that yoga dude, would feel free to feel free. Every deep breath is me being more and more transparent with myself, being real with myself, being in the moment, giving myself what I need without judgment, without criticism, just breathing into what's there, accepting it, allowing it, and appreciating it. Let's be transparent with a deep inhale as we inhale. We exhale, allowing the shoulders to fall, the face to soften, the belly to relax. Deep inhale through the nose. And then open mouth, exhale, just letting it go. Chest releases. Arms relax. Deep inhale. in our minds so we can see through the guilt, the shame. We can see through the frustration, the hurt, pain. Letting our minds be clear to create and feel free to feel free. Peace. Hi, Eric. So, a lot of your production, some of my favorite production from you, sounds bright and positive and happy. I'm just curious to know, because you're such a layered individual, um, how do you channel that into your sound? And where do you think it comes from? So, that is a question from DDM. Oh, of course. You didn't know. I, I, I did not know that at all. I don't think the smile, like, you know, um, no, yeah, I think, uh, I think, uh, if you know me, I'm a very optimistic, positive, cheery, happy go lucky individual. Like, like Eric has a lot of charisma. He, you know, he has a lot of positive energy. And that's one thing that, you know, I kind of grew. I've always been, but, you know, something that I kind of like lean into more because, you know, I know what it feels like to be in dark places. You know, I know what it feels like to, like, you know, be angry and upset. And, um, you know, when I when I channel, when I when I make music, you know, I'm, I'm always uh, in a mindset of making people feel good or making myself feel good first. I think the reason why I think I always make happy music or just not even happy music, but just melodic um you know, melody oriented over hard drums, you know, or just like a nice, you know, you know, just layered, you know, chords, pianos, cheerful sounds, you know, over some trap drums, because that's what just I think was my environment. Like I was that that black kid in on Hain Street in Germantown with a telescope looking at the moon, you know, and and, and admiring the beauty. And and that's kind of what my like I think that's kind of like like who I who I who I am, you know. Like, you know, I I I'm 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 a person of making the the area around me feel safe, feel feel everyone feel valid, validated. Excuse me, 
Um, I think that's when I make music, I, I'm, I try to put a smile on my face. So that's I think that's how it co- converts. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take a pause on the questions, right? Because some you mentioned about yourself, right. um, wanting to make people feel safe. Yeah. And I could definitely say that. And don't get me wrong, I do have other gay friends that I do feel safe around. Yeah. But you definitely were like one of the first gay men I felt very safe being around. Yeah. Thank just you. because you're probably the only person that never tried to just get at me. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, right. Really. Right. No. No. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like this. This community. You know, I, I feel as though that you know, with technology and like. You know, just not just not with technology, just how humans are. I mean, yeah. how fucked up, yeah, fucked up how people can can be. You know, finding people who have your real best interests at heart, you'll understand. You'll meet those people. I I know that I've met those people in my life where I was like, you sure you know one night? Like 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 yeah. this is weird how you know like because you're so used of being used. You're so used yeah. of you know having you know you know these this. All the bullshit. So I kind of lead by example, you know. Like I, I would want people to 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 feel safe when you know with that I'm with. I want to feel safe around people. I want people to feel safe around me. Yeah. It's a vice versa thing, you know. Um, and I really appreciate that too because you know, and and not and not to get too sappy. I'm very protective over you. Very like 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 you 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 seem you you you. You're your brother to me, you know, and, and, and like I support you 110 percent and I want to keep I want to see your success go. I, I want to see your success go up. I want to see like I have you have my best interests and I have your best interests. And I think that's that's where it stems from. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and that's and that's and that's where where the music come from, too. Like we do music, too. And, and, and like, you know, when I'm making beats for for and I have Mike in mind or if I'm like I'm texting you like, yo, what uh. You know, what chords should I use? You know, um, it's more so having you in mind make you feel like something, and that's 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 what keeps me going. That's what's up, man. Sorry, I relate back to music, but like no, music is my love language. I, I'm like, like I've really, really, like I've noticed, like I've made more music for my friends, yeah, than actual like putting shit out. Of course, yeah, you know, definitely. If I made you a song, that means I fuck with you heavy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, no, man, no problem. I got another one for you. This is the one I'm. It's the art of letting go. What is something that you want to let go of in 2022? Um, so that is from Eddie Wayne. Eddie Wayne, and uh, I think that's for both of us. But I'll let you start that one. Uh, 2022. What is something you want to let go of in 2022? Remember your bonfire? Yeah. That you had. Um, I written down that I wanted to let go of doubt, right? And I put doubt, self-doubt mm-hmm. in the paper and I tossed it in. And just a couple months ago, just a couple months ago, um we was at the at the club at the precinct and I felt like I felt like that was manif- that 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 was manifestation in itself because after that night I didn't have any like I still don't even Damn. feel the same. Damn, I feel you. You know, what I'm saying? understand. Like, 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 I do. Even when I make beats now, it's not more so like I'm doubting myself. It's because I have focusing on other things right now yeah. in my life. You know, I, but it's more so like I really feel that getting pushed back. 
So I would say I because I wanted to say self doubt, but I was like I checking myself. I'm like, yo, it's been a while since I was like, you know, my beats. Yeah, people were dancing. People, right. people were having. Of course. Fun. The drums was hard. Of course, I, you know. Listen, I never doubted kick drums ever again. Like, mind you, because you know, like I go into like the mixing and sound engineer, right? And I get into what I'm letting go of 2022. I swear, this is all connected. But I was really like focused on like, yo, my my kick drums hard enough. Doubting, you know, like yeah. like putting all this energy and time because I'm doubting myself, right? We go to we go to that 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 live venue, bro. That shit was knocking, bro. Remember remember when that shit came on? I looked at you. I was like, this shit is yeah. hard, bro. Self doubt, I would say, but now it's it's more so self sabotaging for twenty twenty two. Um, twenty twenty two is more so of, hey, I know my gifts. I know, you know, I have a great lineup. I have a, have a great career. Right now with IT, that's I'm learning, um, and, and and I'm getting more immersed into that. It's making me understand other opportunities, right? Um, music, you know, like I've I've I'm, I feel like I'm in a good a good role with that. It's not. I feel like right now with me, not sabotaging myself, not cutting myself short, not 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 waking up early to to do something before my workday starts you know you know um i'm setting a schedule for myself giving giving myself some structure so i don't have opportunities self sabotage yeah so 2022 is about you know you know not 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 sleeping on myself mm-hmm. you know um i feel like if if i can take self sabotage and sleeping on myself interchangeably it's like not sleeping on myself anymore you know i felt like I've I've always been making beats, you know, just like oh, something, you know. I'm in IT. Oh, I'm in IT. No, don't sleep on that, you know. You know, like 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 lean into it, and that's 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 one thing I'm le- I'm letting go more so the self sabotage and sleeping on myself for 2022. It's like you know, um, it's like if if you had told me a year ago or a couple years ago, you know, you know, I wouldn't have been aware. That was doing doing self sabotaging behavior. I wasn't aware, like I was sleeping on myself, you know. But but yeah. now it's more so. I see it now, and it's now it's time to stop and do something else. That's what's up. Yeah, I think mine would probably be the same. And uh, yeah, like just hearing you say that, like I realize like everything because everything is going so well right now. Mm-hmm. Life is just going really well right now. It's yeah. like that's the only thing that could possibly fuck me up. Yeah, but uh, I'm not going to let it. <laughs> right, you gotta use it as fuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, 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 and that's the thing. It's like we live in this this social media. Everything is a highlight. You see everybody's highlight reels and highlight tapes, but are you paying attention and giving yourself that? Hey, good job on on your shit. Good job on on you. You just released a book. You know, you just released a fucking. Book. A lot of people that. can't read, and here you go giving them a book, and it's, yeah. it's dope too. Um, but but just just more so, like yo, gotta put that. You gotta put that that the pedal to the metal sometimes, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if this was for you. It or could be both. for us. Okay, it could be for us. How do you define family? Oh, man, this could be for you. <laughs> no, no. I um 
I, I think I go first. Family, I, I shout out to my mom. I love you, mom, so much. I hope you see this. I hope you hear this. Um, Cause she just got downloaded Facebook Messenger and know how to send me gifts and stuff. So, you know, get you get you a Spotify account. Uh, mm-hmm. Find the art, let go. Um, but family is unconditional love. Um, family is is support. Um, family is honest, and I, I, I was I will put those three as 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 we do in the top three for considering family, because I I have. All that in you. I see all that in you. Unconditional support, your honesty, because you will say, Eric, you need to X, Y, and Z. Eric, don't X. You know, we had those talks. Yeah. You know, that honesty, that that space to be honest. Um, I, I see that in DDM, Steve, Aaron, VVRN. Um, uh, 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 most importantly, I see that in my mom. And, and that's why, a, uh, like, my mom is a huge. Influence on how I've like kind of view people's love and receive people's love, um, yeah. So, so that's what 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 family means to me, or how I view family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, uh, man, I would say I see family as teachers of love. Mm. You know, because um, everybody loves differently, but everybody love you. Yeah, you know, and yeah, unconditional love as well. Like really being able to love people for who they are. Yeah. And not who you want them to be, yeah. you know, and them and them loving you for the same, you know, having that that mutual love, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of family for me. Yeah, it's, it's 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 funny, you know. Family is like, you know, I would say like, you know, my 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 dad died when I was fairly young, and you know, I'm 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 a I'm a quote unquote love child, you know. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a mistake love child, and like. All my sisters and all my brothers are extremely older than me or like maybe like 10, 12 years, 15 years older than me. So at times it can be disconnect or at the time, you know, me being young, I'm thinking it's disconnect because of age. But, you know, as I like, you know, grow up and be an adult, it's like, no, that's just just the way they love. You mm-hmm. know? And, and I think the older you get, the more you realize that, hey. People love, even though it may not be, you know, your how you love people, people people love in different ways. And that's one thing I've I've learned as as I, I kind of grew. And I think give I think people need to understand because people will like be, uh, oh, I don't like my brothers and sisters, like mm-hmm. I don't hate my cousins and blah blah blah. But you know, they always you get to call them and you say what's up. Yeah. Or they be like, yo, how you doing? Yeah. You know, and mind you you probably didn't talk to them for years or whatever. You're not even really that close with them, but it's always the people love in different ways. So, yeah. and I and I think I think I I I, I choose I, ch- I have a lot of chosen family, and um, yeah, that's what's up, man. Um, I think that's something I really admire about your relationship you have with Al. Yeah, because uh, you know, I never really felt like love from a older man yeah. outside of like you know my family yeah. and you know there there's that that barrier of just somebody just like loving but I have this guard yeah. because I don't know how to express and communicate myself yeah. you know and then going into the dating world yeah. and that's just something different yeah a whole monster you know whole beast. so yeah man that's yeah. that's really dope yeah yeah man um 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I was uh, Al the Blade Ramirez, man. He worked with D-Train. He was an audio engineer for the NAACP Awards, Martha Walsh, you know, Luther Vandross. Um, just just an amazing talent. Um, and, um, you know, he, he saw my profile that I make music. Because, you know, you know me. Like, and that's the thing about when you, like, you know, you connect with the gay, like, LGBT community, like, Instead of saying, like, yo, I'm this, I'm that, I say I'm a music producer. I'm yeah. an audio engineer. I like to be creative, yeah. you know. Play me in basketball. Like, I like to go basketball court. So, and, and not just saying that to be like, oh, these are my talking points that you can hit me up. But, like, yeah. actually, no, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And the first message he hit me up, he was like, hey, I saw that you're an audio engineer, music producer. If you are really about it and passionate, you'll give me a call. And what did my passion as did gave him gave him a call and then um developed this 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 networking type of professional relationship where you know I was working in the studio they I was just there for beats right and they was like yo you want to engineer you want to engineer and I only engineered myself and people in my in my bedroom you know I didn't really engineer like just the public people he taught me everything I know over Skype like I remember I had I was a you know, in recording sessions and, you know, I was mixing, I would just share my screen via Skype, call them up and, and people be like, yo, who is, who's that? Who's that? Cause the mix would sounds, you know, two track, you know, mixes yeah. is, is, is not, not, not difficult, but you know, it's not easy, but it's not, you know, it's not crazy, super crazy, but taught me the basics of EQ, compression, you know, um, um, limiting when it comes to um, your master bus all over Zoom. He lived in California. I'm in Philly. And can you explain all that you explain? Because for some yeah. people, that might be completely foreign language. So oh, like yeah. Here I am talking scientist terms, quantum physics. No, um, basically, you know, you, you have a professional that is well knowledgeable of of his expertise. And here I am, raw talent. You know, just just going off a whim, no structure. He was the person to give me structure. He was the person to to put the real life, uh, you know, terms into tangible concepts. Like you know, like when you're talking about equalization and compression, you know, thresholds and all this fancy music stuff. He I, before it was just buttons and and shit. But after it was more so, oh, I know what these controls are. Mm-hmm. I know when to go into to to my my reverb effects. I know the DK times and all the intricate, you know, uh, um, parameters. Here I am using science words. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, parameters, just knowing shit. He he really taught me just the details. Yeah, he was a master of the details. That's why his middle name was the Blade, and. Um, he 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 just he just taught me, you know, just just that knowledge, yeah. um, and, and I will forever be grateful, and 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 and, and to just to continue, um, you know, you know, just just he said, hey, I have a room for rent, you know, I know you just graduated from college, you know, I know you work at Dick Sporting Goods, come up, you know, you have a room to start your your career, you be in L.A. So just to have that, you know, just I, at the time I was like, I was real scared. You know, but but um, something in my heart 
you know, was it was matching my goals. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wanted I wanted to I wanted to have an IT job. Get now and then I worked at a lot of uh, great technology places, media companies, exotic car dealerships, um, software companies, doing music, meeting a lot of people. Um, a part um part of the music industry. You know, helping my artists. Get um you know trying trying to get on um on quote unquote you know just just making people feel shit and um and I will be so happy and so proud you know like um every after every interview after everything that happened I will run to his room and be like yo like you know like I did this and blah 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 and um I know that he's looking down and he's really proud right now he's he's geeking out um. And it's funny because on the episode with Byron, I asked him this question, but I'm curious to know your answer. Um, how do you overcome grief? Mm. Um, I had an early, I had an early, early introduction to grief. Uh, when I was 13, 14, um, my dad died of lung cancer. Um, my mom and my dad wasn't together, um, but my my dad and I were, were close enough to have that relationship. Um, and that was my introduction of, of death for the first time. And um, at the time, you know, looking back at it, you know, I, um, I didn't know that I, I didn't know how to cope with grieving other than continue to live. Um, but I think I, 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 I kind of lean, definitely lean into music more. Um, I remember at that time when he died, that's when FL, when me and FL Studio really got in, in, involved and really got like, you know, I really got into music. So I was kind of, kind of distracting myself, you mm-hmm. know, and I feel like with Owl, you know, I can't really distract myself because Owl is the music, you know, Owl was everything. I know I use uh, the DBX, well, this is for my all my music people, DBX 160 compression and EMT 250, you know, uh, Dimension Studio, Dimension D plugins, all because of Owl, you know. Um, so how I'm dealing with that is just continuing doing what we love, do, continuing doing what he loved. Um, as my dad, how I continue with, 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 with grief, with, with that realm it's just continuing to be in the person I am today because, you know, I feel like I'm living the life that he would want me to live. So I feel, I feel that's coping with grief, knowing that, like, yo, e, you you went to college, you you moved across the the country, you you you're yourself unapologetically everywhere you go. You know, I think that's making me like like. Like help me with the grief, you know. Yeah. Um, with Owl doing music, not giving up on music, you know, not not like not sleeping on myself anymore, helps me cope. Cause I think about, you know, that helps me, you know, like like honor him. Yeah, it helps me honor my dad. Help me honor Owl when I um when I do things that will make them proud, you know, and, and that's and that's and that's how I, I I deal with grief, you know. Um. You know, I, I, you know, I was a big cat guy. You know, my my two cats that I was had twenty plus years. You know, like I was huge that past. You know, over um um over the last two years previously, and um, 
just how they showed me how to love that 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 whole thing of like, oh, you know, I have that little dog Caillou or Alex's dog, and just giving him that love, mm-hmm. you know, just 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 grief is for me is you know if you lose somebody, continuing to make them smile, you know. Um, this will make Al happy. If I told Al, I would bust in this room. Al, I'm going to Spotify to, with Mike Brown. We were, that would make him like extremely proud. And that's how I kind of like can live on, you know? So that's that. That's what's up. Um, this question is from a listener out in Anaheim named Andre. Um, when did you realize you were creative and how did it change your life? I was creative. Um, not that I was creative, but probably I was gay. In sync, bro. I used to do all the dances to the In Sync videos, Michael Jackson videos, Backstreet Boys videos. That's how I kind of knew I kind of had that creative, like gene and that element because I was so obsessed with Michael Jackson. Yeah. So obsessed with pop music right so like not even knowing that that's what i was doing but i knew that you know i i had to have like you know how your mom used to go to toys r us and get those little like mechanical keyboards little play drums i would go through them like i would break them all the time that's how i kind of knew that like creatively like i was kind of like oh shit i can go like potentially do this and this was all before VH1, say the music program, came to my school and gave us all those instruments because they just played the viola. Yeah. Um, and that's what got me into structured musicianship and structured um, just art, artistic, that artistic realm. Um, but before, it was just knowing the thriller dance. It was, you know, banging banging the desk to grind and beat, mm-hmm. not knowing that, you know, you making beats. You know, yeah. it was the little things like that and really being involved in like in conscious aware of just beats like knowing like Timbaland and Pharrell and understanding like yo this beat sounds like this beat and finding out it's the same producer you know um and just knowing that you have an interest in that so that's that's that that knowledge and then that thirst of knowledge for me kept 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 me like going that's how I don't know like oh shit at a young age I should keep doing with it I should keep going with it yeah how about you? Like when when did you know that like I know I know you write. Like you you I yo, remember that time I was at your house and you like opened the drawers full of <laughs> papers and notes and shit and write yeah. I was like, okay, this is obviously going on for a long time, but when did you know um, that you was had the creative gene? I think I would say probably like third grade. I used to like make up songs and record them. Like I used to record myself. Word. And uh yeah, I've always like been into like just rap and beats and shit and yeah. being in the band. I never thought I could it was so funny is I never thought I could draw. Mm-hmm. I never really got into art like that. But uh I was always into music and uh just start exploring more and more. And I've always been into writing also, like just yeah. doing school shit. Like yeah. writing was cool in school. Yeah. So kids continue to write. Yeah. Look, I was not a writer. I was not a writer. Like my mom used to try and get me to write, write a paragraph on what you learned. Like I, I was not a writer, but um, I think I, I kind of like grew into writing in college. Like I kind of like 
kind of like became a, gr- a good writer, not a great writer, but a good writer in college. But that creative writing is a, really a realm. It's a beast. Yeah. Um, but I have a question for you in, in, as far as writing. Since that's, I know that you're an emotional person. Um, have you ever had a time where you're writing and you had to stop? Because it was getting too deep. Because usually you go to writing to let go and put your feelings down. But was there a time where you're writing be like, mm, I can't, I can't do this. It's getting too deep for me. Um, definitely for sure. Like it's, it's been more than one time where that's happened. And then it's sometimes where I lean into it mm. and just let whatever comes out. You know, I know sometimes I avoid writing mm. when I'm feeling something sometimes because I don't even want to tell it to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I feel that. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I try to. I try to push through it. Like that's yeah. my only space that I try to like commit to, regardless of how I feel. Because sometimes, like even with music, like I would feel so down yeah. that I didn't even want to like mm-hmm. go back and hear that again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been stuff that I made and just deleted because mm-hmm. I just don't want to hear that and feel that again. Yeah. But with a journal, I could just write that shit all day. And just not give a fuck. Write it in five minutes and then move on. Right. I think that's 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 the hardest creatively, the moving on piece. Um, I feel like that's the most difficult, and I think that's why I'm, I'm I I did the beat folder that I did because that was moving on for me. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to do in music. It's really hard to do. Yeah. Cause um, you're like so attached. Yeah. What did Beyonce say? I'm sensitive about my shit. Like that's. That's Erica Badu. That's Erica Badu. That's okay. We're gonna scratch that out. <laughs> I, oh, you're, you're, you know young, you're young. I, so well, you okay. know what? It was a video when Beyonce did say that, but she was referencing Erica Badu. Yeah, like the 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 beehive gonna it, go up on me. It, yeah, the beehive gonna be like, bitch. It was the <laughs> Beyonce queen. Um, no, but shout out Erica Badu and Beyonce, right? And, and everybody. They both from Texas. They are. Yeah, but Beyonce from Houston. So you think you you the shit because you got that Houston blood and shit, that Houston wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You think you better than everybody? No, Yo. not better than everybody. But yes, <laughs> he's like, I'm the shit. <laughs> he's like, I'm the shit. I'm the best, Mike Brown. Yep. Oh, when when you was rec- uh, recording in the the last year, and you was like, I'm gonna be a celebrity. <laughs> you said something <laughs> about that. I was cracking the fuck up. I was like, look at these Houston, <laughs> look at these Houston people, bro. These Houston people, these Houston dudes. Are I'm different. I'm up here having fun. Like that's yeah. what they told me to come here and do. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And I and, and it shows too because they mm-hmm. was giving me the tour, and and they were like, you know, Mike was so excited. His name was. I was like, I would be too. I was more shocked. Like, I, listen, I would. What yo, is this? Listen, it's not even me. It felt like with a big old palm plant. Yeah, with a palm plant name. for fucking fucking like, yeah. No, uh, this is this has been like a beautiful experience. It yeah. it really made me feel like, bro, you've been cheating yourself, yeah. thinking that you wasn't worth this, worthy of this. Like now, I want to create this more. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, fuel. Yeah, it's fuel. No, I, I needed this. I needed it's to fuel. just taste this for a yeah. minute. Yeah. And just say okay. Yeah, shout out to Spotify for you know making um you know uh, uh lanes and, and having this this week to be an outlet for yeah. um, black artists and just people in general. Yeah, man. Um, and I got a whole lot of questions. Let's see, we had fifty seven minutes. We, we had thirty seven. Oh, this shit going by fast. 
I didn't um, even know it was 37 minutes. No, 57. 57? Damn. Yeah, but it's probably some stuff I got to cut, too. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just fuck with it. Like, okay. I'm gonna... It's a good interview. It's a good it first is. one. Yeah, it's dope. Because I never get so many questions, but I have a lot of questions. Um, which people inspire you and why? Mm, which people inspire you? Like, that's a, that's a loaded question. Yeah. Like what people that I don't know, what people I know, what people, what people. You can answer it any way you feel. Any way you feel. Um, my mom. I think uh, <laughs> my mom inspired me because so much that she, what she's been through make what I look through look like shit. Mm-hmm. You know, when I told my mom broke, I'm like Eric, we were broke when I was raising you. So it was like. I have no excuse. And I think that's inspiring when you can look at an individual and know that you can succeed and knowing that you have to do the best you can do because someone did the best for you. Someone believed the same thing. So I start with my mom and that gave me the blueprint to, you know, how how I find that love in the people in you. Uh Mike, um you inspire me. I think um out of everybody I've met in LA. Like I feel like you have been like the most and you're the like I feel like I and this is no cap and this is not because we're here mm-hmm. but I felt like my LA experience wouldn't have been I felt like the journey here is complete with you. you wow. know, I, I felt yeah, like I, I feel like you know I'm here and you know I'm a unfinished puzzle piece. Yeah. And I feel like you were the one of the, the pieces to why wow. I'm even here, you know? Because I, I even, like, because, you know, I'm moving. I'm trying to find a new place. And, like, I don't want to move to Philly. I'm not moving back to Philly. But when I thought about that, I'm like, no, mommy, Mike here. I got a family here. You know what I'm saying? I got, like, even though, like, you know, you're not going to be here forever. We're not going to be here forever. But it's like having that even mindset of, like, oh, no, someone's inspiring me is yeah. here. You know, someone who believes in me and I believe in is here. So yeah. that's what's inspiring me. DDM, um, uh, Eddie Wayne, um, just because I see, I've seen their growth. Yeah. You know, you know, um, I remember doing Eddie Wayne's first songs. You know, some of the first songs we did. Shout out to Eddie Wayne. Uh, he just, he just, he just came out with a, with a music video, super yeah. dope. Um, DDM, um, just, just, just our growth together in our friendship and our, and our music, you know, that inspires me. I think, I think people in inspirement is a requirement. Like, 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 I don't even know if that's, that's the right word. Inspirement is a word. It worked. It worked. Yeah. I knew what you meant. Inspirement is a requirement. Like, like, I feel like if you inspire me, you know, if you inspire me, you know, of course. And, and I give, I love giving people their flowers when they inspire me. Um, because it's it's like that's a, not a thing that just happens, you know. So I think um, those are the people. Um, Al was definitely one um, because he's the reason why I'm out here. He's he's one that's that says like, "Yo, E, you know, you're going to get a Grammy. You're going to get billboards. You know, like I see it. I see it in you. It's probably be bef- you know when I'm when I'm long gone, but you're going to do it. Yeah, like people like that. That that yeah. that inspires me. Like. Cars, you know, flashy shit, the Blunciagas, the, the Gucci's, <laughs> whatever you call it, bro. The Faisos, the Asos, Faisos. What is it? The fi- the, the, the clothes, clothes shit. That shit's not inspiring. I think the people in my life that got my back is inspiring because I'm doing yeah. it not just for myself, 
but I'm just I'm doing it for the people I love. So that's inspiring. Who inspire you? Um, man, I would say in my life today, I would say I'm very much so inspired by like my family and my friends, yeah. um, and just what they're doing in their own lives. Yeah. Like, you know, just seeing people in their own ways, just you know, take those steps to yeah. keep growing. Yeah. You know, like. Even when I'm feeling down about myself, yeah. like somebody may give me a call and tell me some news about yeah. themselves and be like, oh, shit, I needed to hear that today. Yeah. I need to hear somebody was doing good yeah. to feel good. Yeah. So I'm very inspired by, like, my friends, my family, um, and just life, yeah. you know, like just life and being able to just say fuck it and just mm-hmm. go for some shit. Mm-hmm. COVID. Right. Which I <laughs> Yo, did have in January. Yeah. And, you know, sitting there with COVID, I was like, fuck, I need to, I need to do something. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm living through this shit. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers died from this shit. Yeah. And that's how I finished my book. And it's like, oh shit, this is just something I said a few years ago I wanted to do and right. I'm doing it. So I'm inspired by like, I'm inspired by my younger self, you yeah. know, setting those outrageous fucking goals right. and now seeing them yeah. come. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the only way this shit happens. So yeah. I, I am inspired by me as well. Right. And I don't feel bad saying that. I don't feel bad. After seeing the Kanye fucking documentary, I don't feel bad about giving myself props no, anymore. No, no. You're supposed to do that. Like, that's like we what, all supposed to do it. Yeah, and speaking of insp- insp- inspiration, and if we're going to go to people who... Well, I can't say this for for you, but people who I haven't met personally, Kanye West insp- inspired me like so many levels. I mean, I would just say this in a nutshell. You may have your opinion about Bull. Everybody does. But one thing that he has taught me in a time where I really needed it was self-confidence and self-esteem. Yeah. I can look at Kanye West when I didn't see, you know, see my self-worth, my self-esteem was low, I look at Kanye and I see somebody whose self-esteem is through the fucking pipes. So, you know, um, that's one thing that I really, really, like, fucks with Kanye about because, you know, when, as far as self-esteem is concerned, you know, I've, 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 I've been bullied in, in elementary, middle, and high school, and I, I had my share of that, and seeing a person like Kanye think so big of himself, that's 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 that that rubbed off on me, or 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 that that the residue, if you will. And even looking at him and looking at this documentary is like, you know, we looking at somebody pushing through their own insecurities. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know. So I think when you start doing it, like I used to trust me, I used to look up to Kanye, I used to look up to Pharrell, yeah. and not to say that like, like these people are not still yeah. great to me, but yeah. it, it gets to a point where I'm not looking up and I'm looking at. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I'm looking at myself right. and not so much worrying about what they doing right. because I'm trying to I'm trying to get somewhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, shout out to Kanye and Pharrell. Yeah. I just said in the other room. So yeah, I said did. it three times. So I felt like I clicked my heels. Right. And uh yeah, this is my fourth time saying it, but I'm gonna have <laughs> Pharrell and Kanye on this podcast. Right, you gotta say um, it, man. And we're going to record an episode at the beach, probably at one of their beach houses yeah. or mine if I have it by then. You but will. preferably for reals because it's probably like cool. Look, as long as <laughs> lunch is being served. Right. <laughs> right. We need lunch. Yeah. 
No, but um, me lunch and Balenciaga. Balenciaga. Be, would I say Balenciaga? <laughs> like, yo, why do I keep fucking up people's names? Cause you be overthinking it. I do be overthinking it. Um, to everybody name that I fucked up, please forgive me. I'm a teacher, and I'm gonna teach you a lesson. What's up? You're not gonna remember everybody's name, but if you make everybody feel that you know who they are, they're not gonna give a fuck about their name. Mm. Mm. I do it every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just, just kidding. I'm no, just you're kidding. not. <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> Let me stop. Because then people going to be asking me. <laughs> yeah, what's my name? <laughs> but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you the truth. And I don't know what it is, but when people tell me their name, mm-hmm. I blank out. Yo. Like my mind just like blanks. Yo. And I don't remember names because it like just it's, it's not in like instant. It's not like a disrespectful it's not, thing at it's all. Not. It's a more so that like my mom, <laughs> my mom, because you know I post your your book or, or my yeah. Facebook is art letting go. It says the art of letting go. Oh, yeah, this is my mom. Oh, Eric, the art of going. I love that. The art <laughs> of going. That's so cute. So I have listen. I've thought that the term suitcase was a law term because it, it was not a lawsuit but suitcase so i i'm coming from a long history of fucking up things yeah. that's not supposed to be fucked up so i just want to say that get that off my chest that's hilarious i'm sorry you this one is from i want to say this one came from manny possibly okay because we had ddm earlier so now we got manny <laughs> okay we're gonna switch it up how does today's reality differ from the vision you had for yourself eight years ago? Mm. Man, if you would have told me that, Eric, you graduated college with 3.0, um, you got associates in computer information systems and a bachelor's in computer information management, you moved to L.A., went through... Three job, two jobs. I it's is it's 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 I would say. You know, you're still doing music. You got you got you got you 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 got all the plugins that you always wanted to have eight years ago. Um, it's 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 not to say that I'm surprised or like, but it feels like I I, I checked off goals that I brought here. So eight years ago, even though. It was a tough time. All of those, you know, I I was working towards a degree. I was not a very good student. You know, I, I was making music, but didn't really have a, didn't really see myself. Didn't really, you know, have all of that. But now, you know, it's kind of like flipped that coin. You know, it's like, you know, like I am where I thought I was, like as far as professionally, as far as like, you know, my 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 professional goals, mm-hmm. um, artistically, is is getting to that point where that 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 you can finally sit and be like oh shit like i'm actually becoming that version of the, myself that i always wanted to be so i'm in that process of doing it and it's it's definitely how i get here though how i've gotten here definitely out of my you know control but my theme has always been the same so the journey has been been out of my control but the theme has been the same so so you know if that answered the question that's that's how i i I think my reality right now is you know it's like that's the question that's what's up yeah was that the question mike 
It was. <laughs> it worked. It worked. Okay, it worked. We do it. Um, I don't do. You said not to do rough draft and everything raw, so this is your fault. No, I, it's no fault. <laughs> it's all fine. Um, who in music needs to come out with a booty popping banger? This is a booty popping banger. From fuck, I should have wrote down the name. Maybe I am Tater on okay. Instagram. A booty popping banger. Who in the music industry? Okay, what's a booty popping banger to you, Mike? So my answer to this question is going <laughs> to be. Can somebody just just rap? Mm. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, it's enough booty popping bangers yeah. out there. Like, or just give me something different. It don't even have to be rap. Like, just give me some. But that's booty, just me. A booty popping banger. I mean, oh man, like it's crazy. Like, I'm now getting into that space where I'm like, okay. 160 beat per, beats per minute, the tempo. This is the tempo of your up singer, Megan the Stallion. You know, like if you really take a look at the producer side of it, like you, you start to dissect, like, what is a booty popper banger? But, like, I don't know, man. Like, I just want to hear something that, like, you want to speak to me, you know? Um, there's a lot of, like, a, there's a lot of artists in rap today that I just, you know, I just don't can't connect with can't feel mm-hmm. because it's just like you know sometimes you know when i'm driving in my car i don't want to pop my booty you know maybe, maybe like and that's one thing all my demos and all my songs are like fucking emo fucking love songs you know so it's like you know i think maybe next, i want to rest my booty yeah may, maybe my booty been through enough <laughs> you know but no but like i think i think uh I would like to hear if we if, if we if we can answer the question, who would I want to hear? I want to hear DDM. Um, I want on one of my drawings to be like a want to be one of those staple drawings that people go go to and be like, oh y'all doing this? Yeah, There's no 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 beef to Saucy Santanas and I forget the other people who who's coming up now who's making some dope music for 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 the scene, but I want people to but come to our shit and be like, yo, you hear these bars? You hear this? Yeah. You hear this? Like, cause that's the era I grew up in. Like, you know, like I loved. You know, uh, my my first CD was 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 Illmatic by Nas. You know, my like the CDs I first was was buying was Outkast, and you know those down to earth records, those those feel good records, um, and then Kanye. So it was like I just know, like not just know, but like that's what my like what I want to kind of bring. You know, yeah, that type of like that type of like make make niggas go. Oh, sorry, make people go like <laughs> make people go like okay. That's what they on. We we yeah. rocking with it. Um, so that's who gonna make the next me and DDM and me that's and Eddie Wayne. That's what's up. We're gonna make the next Eddie boot. Wayne. Got it. Eddie Wayne already got one out right now. He, he got it. Yeah. Um, Beat the pussy is the he, one. Yeah, I love that record. Ain't I shit. love that. You know what? I I uh I originally sampled someone saying beat the pussy and I just redid it and I and I sent it to him and he's like yo I like your your version better so that that was dope yeah that was dope I, I hope that he comes down I think he comes down like next week 
Hope he comes down. We can actually record. Because, you know, that dude like to rip and run. He get, Yo, he get to L.A. and be booked. I'm like, damn, nigga. Damn, Vogue, you be booked all the time? Like, damn. I got two more questions for you. What's up with it? Um, what is one piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Hmm. One piece of advice. Um, don't sell yourself short. Don't sell yourself short at all. You know, I feel like I'm just getting out of that phase of my life of selling myself short and sleeping on myself and you know, don't sell myself short. It's like go like like continue to make music with oh shit is gonna get real rather than oh this is something I just do, I'm in school. Don't don't hide behind that excuse. Yeah. Um uh I, I would tell my high school self, don't go to Bloomsburg. Don't go to Bloomsburg. Um you wanted to go to Drexel and do music you you'll f- go and stay in Philly and do music, you know. Um, I would tell them that I was like, "Yeah, lean into the shit that you really want," you know. Yeah. What's a reminder that you would give to your future self? What's a reminder? Like, what kind of reminder for your future self? What reminder would I give for my future self? To what? Like anything? Remind myself. Um. Uh. What remind? Elaborate the question, Mike. So you know, if you experiencing something in the future, mm-hmm. like what's something that you always would want to remember, like just to, I guess, kind of keep myself grounded. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Um. Just how I continue to make people feel. You know, like if I'm older. If I'm still putting smiles on people's faces, people saying like, if people are still uh, making fun of my voice, if people still, oh, Eric's a, is that big, big guy with that big dude with glasses. If Eric's still that, that's a reminder that I'm still my authentic self. You know, I don't want to lose that because I feel like my whole life I've been like. You know, people have like, yo, you you're, you have a lot of charisma. You have, you know, you're a positive guy. You're an upbeat guy. Your energy is good. Don't want to lose that because that's who I am. Yeah. And I think the moment I I lean back of that or go somewhere else, that's not going to be my authentic self. So I think that's the reminder just to continuing to make safe spaces for people um, and continue to be, you know, my jolly good self. Like, like everybody I meet, people impersonate my voice and shit. They be yeah. like, ooh, America, blah, blah, blah. Like, that shit. I used to be really mad at that. Yeah. Like, one of my fears now was hearing my voice being played back. You know? Like, you know, but actually leaning into that. Like, like, like loving that about yourself. Because yeah. that's remind you that's you. You know? Yeah, man. Eric, where can the people find you? That big dude with glasses on Instagram. If you need a beat, you're going to let me know. I've been waiting for this for a long time, so I'm going to share my shit. That big dude with glasses on Instagram. You can hit me up on there. Um, hit me up if you want to be added to this exclusive beat folder that I have. That I'm, I'm only going to... Um, it's not going to be private um, for now. Um, I'm going. I'm getting 
all of my close friends and family with first dibs on 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 beats that I've collected over the year. I think I had like three, what three 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 hundred type of like beats in the folder. So, you know, holla at me. Look out for DDM. Uh, we got some new shit coming out. Look out for Eddie Wayne. We got some shit that just dropped. Um, and yeah, that big dude with glasses on Instagram. Say what's up. If you see me with Mike, don't be like, are you man? Just say, give me a hug. You know, uh, definitely uh, reach out. And uh, Mike, man, thank you so much for having me, man. Of course. This of has been, course. It's been super dope. And um, congratulations on everything. Like, this shit is nice, bro. Like, I appreciate that. Like, you should be extremely proud of yourself like and and if this doesn't fuel you to keep doing this shit i don't know what will my brother yeah man no we're gonna keep going we'll keep going man thank you for coming on the show thank you man thank y'all for listening this is mike brown and this is the art of letting go recorded at spotify can we can we do outro music outro music okay you did a melody go yeah that shit was tight that shit was tight all right y'all peace peace Thank y'all for tuning into this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it. Share it with your loved ones. Let people know what you think. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear from y'all. You can hit me on the phone line. You can hit me on the email, on the, I don't have Snapchat, but um, slide in my DM. You know, leave me a message. I love to hear from y'all. I love to talk with y'all. And uh, my book is available. All merch is available at justmikebrown.com. Thank y'all for listening. Peace.